Hey guys, welcome to I Am Comics Podcast, episode 14. I am Josh Casper, and with me is... J.J. Kirby, the magnificent, the bizarre mumble jumbo. Tell your peoples. What up, J.J.? What up, Mexican ghost? Boop. <laughs> La raza. <laughs> Alright, man. I uh, want to talk to you about today is fucking Frank Castle and Matt Murdock. Okay. A.K.A. The Punisher and Daredevil. Okay. Oh, you going to jump right into that shit. Uh-huh. Okay. So, The Punisher and Daredevil. Yep. What you want to know about them? What you want what you what's your dilly? Two different characters that different. you might say are kind of like underrated or kind of like under the radar. Well, it, it's it's almost it's almost the same as like, like you know, uh, not like, like the B-list B-list characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like you got to be down for some detective shit or lawyer street criminal thug you type shit or whatever when you yeah. when you messing with Daredevil and then Punisher you got to be prepared for some like you know veteran shit you know like I'm military and I get flashbacks yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and I shoot people and everything and I'm hardcore and I'm, and I'm not afraid to like put a knife to your neck and, and, and kill you and it's just like <laughs> right? you know at, at, for me honestly I was never really into the Punisher and Daredevil comic books yeah um, growing up they weren't fun I, I like the X Men because they were action packed and fun at times. Um, I, I like well, both both of them were action packed. No, very action, but different, but not, different not type fun, of action. Not fun, okay, not fun. Like I said, Daredevil yeah. wasn't fun, and like Punisher definitely wasn't fun. You know, yeah. But if you have the right writers on them, you can keep them interesting. You know, um, and like knowing the icon that they are and represent. Yeah, I'm cool with them. You know, like Daredevil being a. That character that's like the man with no fear, yeah, and it's like he really doesn't have any superpowers when it comes to his uh physicality of jumping around on rooftops. He's he uh, gets, he, Marvel's Batman, uh, kind of, not, well, in, in the in the sense that they're the mortals. Well, well, can, well, Marvel pretty much they're all all the characters like yeah. have, have uh, their limitations. Yeah, that's, that's what makes Marvel characters so dope. They all have a limitation of some sort. So Daredevil being the type of person that um has no vision. But yeah. all his other senses are heightened to the point to super, where it's like okay, he can he can read a dollar bill by touching it with his finger. Yeah, you know he can he can smell who's been in the room. You know hours later. Yeah, you know you know he can he can tell who's in the room by your heart beating. It's like that's that's some dope stuff right there. Did hey, he did he go into the wrong business by becoming a lawyer when he should have just became like a detective or something? No, because it's like he. You get, you know, he 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 got to follow his heart. That's one thing about him that made him cool. Also, well, yeah. is that he 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 was a lawyer, and he didn't. He was always they weren't getting paid because the cases were they weren't, you know, low level cases. But the whole lawyer th- thing was always like, like embedded in the like lore, right? Like his mm-hmm. dad was like, "You fucking keep going to school and you become something." He's like, "I'm just a boxer." You know, I think so. Yeah, yeah he, wanted to be more, he wanted them to be more than his his, his story so is like, sad, dude. Like it's it like, is. Yeah, the son trying to keep up with his father. Uh, you know, like the father loves him, but the, the father legacy. but the father has to go through tough times. He's well, a boxer. Father, yeah, the father and, had you know, to do what he had to do. He was like, I'm a boxer. I do what I do. You know, yeah. to, you know, to keep you know food on the table and everything. Much I love you and everything, but this is what I got to do. You be better than me. You you know. Stay in the books and be something. But it was also that um, whole like, because the boxing was dirty, you know, it was run by the mafia. So they're like, all right, you take a dive, you get this much money, yeah, and you know this. Right, and then at the at the last money. moment, I think he was like, he changed his mind because um, yeah, Matt he, he, was he, right there. He wanted he wanted to he be, wanted his son he wanted to make his son proud. He was like, I, if I'm going, I'm, I'm gonna always keep my son and me at a level of understanding where we, you know, yeah, I'm always be teaching you, son, what yeah. to do the right thing. I'm supposed to be taking a dive right now, but like, I gotta be true to myself. And he's like, I'm gonna knock this mug out, and he knocked yeah. him out. And it's like, Bob was like, "Yep, we're gonna get you." He you know? he pretty much did it also because it was like everyone's like, "Oh, your dad's a has been, your dad's a has been." Right. And Matt was always like, "Shut up, shut up." He raises, and then his dad was like, "You know, I actually am a great guy, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, you have to take the dives, and mm-hmm. you and it just prevents you from being great." Mm-hmm. But it was it was an awesome thing where like the I think the mom dies right, or does she just leave? I think she died. I, I think she wasn't ever in the picture as far as I know. Yeah, it was always just the dad and him. And mm-hmm. so it was always that, like, the father taking care of the son in a tough neighborhood, which was Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. And, you know, he grew up tough. And that's why how, that's how he became the man without fear. He's just... He's like, you know, I, he, got, I got beat up on the block. Yeah. And then I learned to face that fear. And then I got blinded. With and like I got blinded freak and Freak accident and shit. And I, had to, and I had to, like, you know, learn to, to learn to work with that and everything. Yeah. And it's like, you know, then he realized the master after meeting Master Stick. Yeah. Who was like a blind ninja dude. 
who was like, I can show you how to master this shit, you know? Yeah. You know, which is which is like, all right, son. So that, which is dope. Like, Daredevil's story is dope. And I love the costume. I love great the red character. Costume. Yeah, great he, character. Great character. Gla- the motif. Some of the greatest writers have, have written for that, dude. Like Frank Miller, uh, mm-hmm. Brian Michael Bendis, uh, dude, well, Mark Wade. Uh, oh my god, there's there's so many. Like I'm probably not mentioning enough, yeah, but no, yeah, like, there's so um, many artists Joseph Loeb and Tim Sale. They did a great uh I think it was called Daredevil Yellow. Joe Casada uh put his two cents on it and yeah, um, they, who was the dude who did the movies? Um the uh, new ones? No, 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 he did uh, Dogma, he did uh, uh Chase Kevin Amy. Smith. Kevin Smith, he yeah. brought on that shit too. Yeah. So, it's, so a lot of people who been on? Who touched the character, loved the character, yeah. respect the character, and always brought something to the character. Uh, it's hard to keep them going consistently yeah. because it's just like, well, what's the dealio? They did a thing where they like, you know, made it where all the ninjas um, have taken over Hell's Kitchen, and Daredevil becomes the leader of the Hand, yeah, which is the ninja clan in the Marvel universe. And so, like, you know, like they changes up his character. He's like, if I if I'm the leader of them, I can regulate the bad that they do. I yeah. can guide it a certain direction. You know what I mean? If if like it's like Batman controlling the criminals, right? Right? So right? Like I can, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Right? Yeah. Like I'm be the leader of the underworld and shit. You know, I'm a ruler with an iron fist, so I can. If we still doing bad shit, yeah, but not as bad as it used to be. So it's like it's like those comics definitely gave you a sense of like pick a side, do something. How yeah. would you feel if you're put into this situation? What do you do with it or whatever? It ain't just like let me beat you up and thug you down. And shit. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Um, and like I said, he's, he, he's He's interesting because, like I said, I love the uh, the circular power signature effect yeah. that the artist would draw, showing um, Daredevil using his super senses. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. his radar sense or whatever, and they like these circles. He, from his he can't ears. see, but he can still kind of see, see in a way. Yeah, like the radar, he had his yeah. own way of seeing. Kind of like how Predator sees, mm-hmm. but not really. Like the, inf- the infrared, I guess, but not really. Like, it's mm-hmm. a limited way, but he can still hear. Like, he can do everything way better. Oh, dude, like I said, it, it's... And the managed... Yeah, he he's, to give up he's something amazing. for something else. Yeah. Something for gain something else. And it's like, it, it, the story was dope. And it's like, he had to, like, keep a secret from his peoples, even his, yeah. his homie, uh, uh, Foggy Nelson, which yeah. is uh, his, his, his lawyer partner. It's like, for years, he kept that shit secret. Um, so he, him going to work and having to be late for these cases, which are important for their... They're fledgling he, law firms. He gets and mysteriously shit. beat up, he, he and you're like, "What happened up, to you?" So lumps and everything. Yeah. The, the judge is like, "What the fuck's up with you?" He's, you know. So it's like all these things. He, he's that character has to deal with all that, let alone um, dealing with Electra. Yeah. You know. So it's like Matt Murdock having a love interest, who and he's bad enough, bad ass enough to be able to keep a ninja chick hooked. But then, like, she dies. It comes back. Well, that was Frank Miller. Frank Miller. And that, that was ass. his run where everybody yeah. just loved because it was it, it was a different I mean? type of Adding Daredevil, a darker. You know, Frank, that, that's what like, Frank Miller does. Guy. Frank Miller is the dark. <laughs> he is. He is. He's some dark chocolate and putting that curry. It's fucking banging. Like, like, like. I I would say for me when the comics was when those comics were coming out. Yeah. I was uh, not excited. I wasn't collecting Daredevil. Yeah. I wasn't collecting Punisher because. I wasn't into like you know the gritty. They weren't the grittier side of Marvel, maybe. You know what? They were. They're, they're street level. Yeah. There's the street level. There's the cosmic level. There's the. Uh, but that's what you love about Marvel Comics is the street level. But was that maybe well, not, well, well, as it was a different kind of street, right? No, it wasn't that. It's like I love it that is the alley you I, want to go in. Well, no, it's just like <laughs> I know that Marvel definitely has a street level feel to their characters. Yeah. They all have, they're all like you have powers, you still got to pay rent. You yeah, know, you, yeah. You, you got this, you got that. And I love that aspect of them. But when it comes to, like, um, when I say street level, it's like Daredevil. He fights thugs in the street. And, like, yeah, if I was yeah. writing Power Man and Iron Fist, would I have them fight mob bosses and gangs? I always wanted to do Iron Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah. I love that comic book. Um, but I wouldn't have them fight, like, thugs and shit. I, I, I would do, like like I said, some, some, some crazy or something. It'd be, like, you know, some a twist, you know, some supernatural. Yeah. Something, that, something that you don't you don't expect. Take them out of the hood, but they still rep the hood. You know what I mean? I, I would, I, I would just, I would just flip it. I just don't like stories that give you. They expect it. I leave that for somebody else. They have their place. So people who like Daredevil, yeah, he had this place. You like him, you can get that. You like the Punisher, yeah. I, I was never into the Punisher. Now I love seeing the Punisher when he guest stars, yeah, because you know what you're gonna get. That's like seeing Cartman from South Park show up. You know you're gonna get something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, some cheesy poofs or whatever. You know what you're gonna get. So the Punisher represents that. He's he was made so well. His icon was established so beautifully. That you put him in any scenario, you know how he's going to act. Well, let's talk about a little bit of his origin, uh-huh. which is, you know, he was a, 
was in the war in a, was it Vietnam I believe uh-huh. he was a and then he turned out to be like a CIA or was it FBI oh, uh, I think it was FBI I, yeah, I don't know if one of the federal organizations did a did a sting on his, on his he, he was before. he was the baddest of the bad he was just the fucking you know the greatest of the greatest he, he was the deadliest of the deadliest everything he was he, yeah he was, but he was a man. At the end of the day, he was also a man. He was just like Daredevil. He didn't have any like, you know, special powers or anything. He just had skills. Keeping the Punisher, Frank Castle. Yeah, it was. He just, he was, the shit. He was a man at his peak doing his thing. But, his, um, but he was a killer, and he, so he was in service of his of uh, his country though. Yeah. So when he came back, he was a victim uh, of, of some of, it, it of was, crim- uh, criminal activities. It was that message, you know, like also, yeah, like how when you come back to war and how you're treated you all, and all you, that. You, you but, can be a man. Yeah. You, you can do all your shit right. You can tuck. You can fold your bed up in the yeah. morning. You can say yes, sir, no, sir. And, and, and still have, have a family and have, and do the whole picture of everything perfect to live in America. Yeah. And then some dumb shit happened. Because it, was a, it, was like, it wasn't killed. him and his parents. I mean, him and his family. Him and his daughter uh, and his wife. Yeah. His kids. his son, his kids, yeah, his daughter and his son. I think. I think it was just his son. But they're just a son. Yeah, I think so. And then like um, they were in the park, yeah. and all of a sudden some gang, not gangs, like were they like mob gangs or whatever, like Italian gangs were doing a shoot shooting or. Well, no, there's there, the there's park. there's like a so many went wrong or something. Like there's that. so many different like versions of his uh, origins. That like there's true. the one where like uh, Punisher kills the Marvel universe. Mm. Like, they do a lot of that where, like, the Punisher kills everybody because mm-hmm. he's known for killing everybody. Well, like I said, you put him in a, you put him in the soup, you know somebody dying. Like, the um, the cool one was the Marvel, uh, the, uh, the Punisher kills the Marvel Universe was mm-hmm. all, every single Marvel hero was having, like, a big battle in the park. And, like, Frank Castle was in the park eating with, like, having a picnic with his family. <laughs> and then, like, somehow the heroes just, like, they got in the way and they killed his family. Oh, that would be And dope. I think it was Cyclops' fault. Was that a what if? It wasn't a what if. It was just a one shot like okay. comic. Like okay, okay. I got it for free on Comicsology. Like I just found it one day and it was for free. <laughs> it was um so Cyclops like was like, hey man, we're sorry. You know, um, we didn't mean for it. We feel for your loss yeah. or whatever. And Frank Castle was like, nah, fuck that shit. Like you guys should be fucking careful. You should be held accountable. And like you killed so many people or whatever. And like he just got pissed. Cyclops was like, yo, calm down. This and that. I think he turns around and the Punisher pulls out the gun, shoots him in the head, and he's like, "I'm calm now." Uh, and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And that, he goes on a spree and kills every single body like in the universe. And I think at the end of it, he kills himself. Every single like Punisher kills yeah. somebody or the Marvel universe or anybody. Yeah. At man. the end of it, he always just kills himself. Yeah. Or that's his on any like ongoing series with him or limited series or anything. There's always that message that he's gonna sacrifice himself and that he doesn't care anymore for the greater good of well, the sign of the Punisher. He, when he becomes the moment he becomes the Punisher is when he gives up his humanity. Well yeah that's because all his family, you know, they die because of the damn mob. It's just the mob they all you get killed my, and yeah. You took my chance at a perfect life, you know, which was mine yeah. by right. And yeah. you took it by being uh, a criminal. Yeah. On some shady shit. Well, to, to him, the cool thing was he's like the Charles Bronson of Marvel. Oh, he's of like, course. you pieces of but shit, I'm going to kill all of he you. Represents, like, you're just trash. He, re- he represents an, an extreme in yeah. comics. That's the beauty of comics. That's it the shows, beauty of Marvel as well, that they well, were able to do that. Well, Mar- the, the beauty, the and smarts a, of Marvel is that they were able to do it and recognize it, it, It's hard to keep a Punisher uh, series going consistently, too. Yeah, it's it an is. icon, but it's it hard is. to keep it, that series consistently going. People love but, the movies and the image, but they don't read the comics. Not not a lot of people read the comics. You know the they Punisher. Never read but the comics. It's the same thing with the uh, Daredevil. They never read the comics. They yeah. Same with all of them. They never read yeah. the comics. But as soon as but, but they the, read the, but the comics, the Punisher more and put it on the screen properly. Yeah. That's when everything like the Punisher movies. We've had we've had two no three movies. We've had three. No. The first one with Dolph Lundgren <laughs> yeah. where they had the Punisher and he was he in man. the sewers yeah. and he didn't have the, the skull on his shirt. I think at the very the end fan, he did. As the fan. We were like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. So man, like, why, what, why can't you just give him a shirt? Yeah, with a skull on it, and like, why, why he has it on? He's like, "I like rocking skulls on my shirts. I'm, a, I'm killing motherfuckers." Yeah, just, just tell it like it is. You know what I mean? They gotta have a big rhyme and reason why he's and, wearing and then this they shit. Did the, and I'm like, what's, the, what's, what's the other guy? Was it Tom Jane and John Travolta? Oh, that Travolta? One was. See, I, it wasn't. It wasn't bad, bad because it, I, wasn't it was bad. enjoyable, but yeah. it, it was still like uh, Tom Jane is just like they he, still, he's cool and John see, Travolta, see, see, but it was like, just like, I like say, whatever. See, for mine, they they did a good job on that one. 
it just wasn't perfect. Yeah. And it could have, should have been perfect. Where it's just like, they were like, oh, his son gives him a t-shirt with a skull on it or some, on some day of the dead shit or whatever it was. Like, yeah. And I was just like, can the, you explain the vo- that the shit? The voodoo, man. The voodoo, like, I'm just like, I'm like yeah. Yeah, now the shirt means something. I'm like, fuck that shit. Just give him a shirt with a skull on it. Yeah. Just be like, look, son, he, go, he goes and get a shirt. Like, y'all want to fuck, I want to rock that. Yeah. Puts it on. And he fucking kicks ass and kills motherfuckers because he's just like, looks, I'm the Punisher now. Yeah. It's his way of committing. You ain't got to make sense of it. A lot of people rock like, skulls on their shirts and all kind of black and white goth, yeah. goth shit. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what the, what the, there we go. But, um, but it, it's, um, there's, there's these great comics or series of the Punisher that you have to read. Um, like, War Journals? Uh, War Journals is great. Uh, Punisher, Space Punisher. Space it's a great space. yeah it's a, I think it's four issues I have them it's a great run it's just very pulpy it looks awesome like yeah. old school fucking Punisher and it's an older Frank Castle with a ponytail okay. and the, uh, he has a robot right. with him and he goes around and he kills the Space Hulk like, he fights the Space Hulk yeah, and the Hulk yeah, yeah. looks like Goro from Mortal Kombat yeah, he has a bunch of arms, arms and stuff, and stuff. Okay. Um, he fights Venom he goes through the Venom planet okay. like the symbiote world yeah. and he fights all of them oh, wow. he fights Galactus um, he, he's looking for the five fingered man or something or okay. something like that and okay. um, he, he ends up getting like the ultimate nullifier and like he it's just crazy like just, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy like four little run and then like war journals was just amazing um, other just uh, there's another one where it's just uh, Punisher versus the Avengers he goes against everybody like so many Right. It was even the Spider Man. Like that's the one of the iconic ones too. Spider Man was like responsible for so many like freaking heroes coming into his comic world, right? It was just that's that you was got, a great you thing. You gotta remember also when the Punisher came out, it was a time when like uh Killer Day Comics was still like, you know Yeah. You no, know, no, like they, they frowned upon, I guess, you know what I mean? You couldn't show blood. I think with the comics code was either still around or just got lifted or whatever because you couldn't show blood you couldn't do certain certain things yeah so some of the stories were limited it's like you know a lot of a lot of the batman stories were limited they couldn't do certain things you know so a lot of the comics were limited because you could do certain things yeah. the comic code yeah so the punisher was definitely one of those characters where like you can't do certain things because you know they, they thought comics going to warp kids minds yeah right <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like Really? Yeah. The the the, 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 the of man to think that he's on top of a sphere floating someplace way out here is ridiculous. You know? Right. It's like no, none of us have like the abilities that man has. Like, oh, I'm the daredevil. Look at me. Like, I'm not gonna go do it's this escapism. shit. It's escapism. That's what comics are. So comics are meant for everybody to like, you know, like you know, like you said, you like I'm I'm, I'm off work. Yeah. I'm at the bar. I'm chilling, and I'm fucking reading some comic on my fucking like phone and I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm escaping from work yeah. I just got off I'm good and that's what comics is you know what I mean sit on the toilet yep. fucking you know read a comic you just got your, your stack of comics you're like I'm about to poop and fucking read some comics right. amazing it's just you know what you're getting into when you read a, a Daredevil and a Punisher you do like, so like you know it's gonna be dark and you know it's gonna be awesome yeah and yeah. it's you know the stories yeah. are gonna be different it's the same thing like the crazy thing with Logan how like with Wolverine you can do that you can tell his darker side stories and then you can tell his lighthearted X-Men stories. Well, that's why they would always team Logan up uh, with a girl. Yeah. Like when Shadowcat came around. Yeah. Like, Chris Claremont's a genius. They always did, like, his humanity, right? Like, they try to show like, it. He, they don't team him with little boys. Yeah. Well, they, they've, they've teamed him with the Punisher and Daredevil. Well, I'm talking about, like, so as his sidekick. Yeah. As, like, Wolverine's sidekick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, in a story that works well, you don't team up Wolverine with a little dude. Yeah. You team up a little girl, and it works well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, like Jubilee. Yeah. Uh, like like Shadowcat. Was the other one Edie? I think it was Edie. Her oh, name? the new one, like the Japanese girl, um, Armor. No, not her. It's, she was I, one. I, I think she was like the Mexican chick, or like Puerto Rican, or maybe black. Is that the newest and, one? And she can do like fire and ice. Oh, Edie. Uh, yeah, it was Edie. Edie. I think it's yeah. Edie. Uh, she's from Africa. She was. And, um, she was like the main thing that like because of it happened because of skirmish. Ranger? Was it skirmish? Schism. Schism. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. Because of her, well, not because of her, but Wolverine was like looking at her. What it was, was she thought she was a demon or a monster or a devil or just damn the hell. Yeah, because she was religious. Very very religious religious. over there. And it's like when her powers manifested, she ended up killing her family. Yeah. And so she thought like she doesn't deserve to be on the planet. She's like, I'm a killer, you know. So she walked around kind of desensitized and like she's removed from humanity. Not that she's trying to be bad or evil. She's just like, like she lost herself. And then Logan saw that. Yeah, Logan saw that and, and talked to her and 
and helped her relate and get her, you know, get her, get her. Yeah, yeah he, he got the child, the child out of her because he was like, you know, he's like Scott. We're not raising soldiers; they're children. Let them be children. Right. And you know, Cyclops was like, no, they can be children, but they also have to be warriors. Be, and he's like, no, like some of these kids are broken, and they yeah, need they, to be, you know, they need to be kids first and then soldiers. And yeah. that's what created that yeah. schism. And then yeah. the departure. And then that's how you had Wolverine. Was it Wolverine and the X Men? Yeah, certainly. Like, he, like he took the, over the team the G split. Like the, the, fa- and, yeah. the family split. There's Cyclops like, went one way. Cyclops and Wolverine went, went the other. With, with one way and, and on his on his path to become yeah. more of like the the Magneto of the mutant race. Yeah, pretty and much. And then like Wolverine left to go like raise the kids. Become the Xavier. The kind Xavier, of. you know, yeah. raise which is the which dimension. is kind of cool because you you because cool. you had Xavier and Magneto, and then you kind of introduce a new way of two guys who grew up together and were just the greatest it's just, team, it's, not the greatest right. pals no, but no, the great, yeah, a great it's, team it's like, it's like, it's like and the, it's through, the divide reading comics there's been established relationship between Cyclops and Wolverine yeah okay so it's just like I remember when the Cyclops uh, came back and was like established a new team had to meet the new team which yeah. is like you know Night, Nightcrawler Wolverine Storm Colossus uh, um uh, Banshee, yeah. you know Thunderbird, like all those all those mugs together, and it's like you got to see how they bumped heads when Jean Grey came into the picture or whatever. Yeah. Um, how 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 uh, Cyclops was a leader, but but Wolverine had to do his orders, but you know Cyclops had to realize that this is just Wolverine's way, yeah. had to let it go his own way sometimes. So it's like all these then the love triangle between Jean, right? And yeah, him, yeah, like all the like all that shit is firmly established, right? Yeah. So when it gets to a point where you're like, all right, you know who's going to be what. And Wolverine becomes the one who runs the school, and Cyclops becomes the one who's like, "Now nah, I'm about to go out there and be a, a, well, a they're rebel." Both, they're both running schools. They both but take, it's, it's, it's a like, different, it's like, it's it's different like, way. Yeah, but it's like, but it's like, it's like Magneto and Xavier. Yeah, how they were friends before. Yeah, yeah. and then ended up being enemies or rivals. Same yeah. with Cyclops and Wolverine. It's, they still team up. Great when, when, when the thing Great is bigger than them, yeah. But when it's Great just evolution like, of characters. yeah, where it's like you you couldn't pick that. Like back in the days when I was reading, you would Nick's never name, think that. You would never think, think Wolverine was going to become you don't know. Xavier you don't. and Cyclops was going to become right. uh, basically Magneto. You don't know where the uh, future is going to come. Yeah. You know where's going where's going to uh, take them. It's because there's been so many times where Wolverine could kill Cyclops. Like so many opportunities, so many opportunities. But, but Wolverine doesn't do it because he's like, all he's right, like, I can't. Family. I That's can't like killing your brother. Yeah. You know, it's like you know they become, they know they brothers or cousins. You know what I mean? Yeah. They know that they know what's up with them and shit. They fight for a higher, a higher cause, so it's all good in the hood. Yeah. But he's just like, yeah, I, I, I can slice you up in the fucking uh, Cyclops baloney, and it'll be all good. Right. But but it's like I can't do that because I can't do that, dude. But how awesome would it be to have like a team up of Wolverine, Daredevil, and Punisher? And like you have them like they, have they like a little uncanny X Force kind of thing where they, where they just like straight up just kill. Now that'd be dope. That that would be that would be because uh, the fun, the funny thing is even though as dark as Daredevil is, he doesn't go over that line. He doesn't kill. No, Daredevil doesn't. Yeah, Punisher he, has no problem he's doing a that. Wolverine he's also a, has no problem doing that. He can't kill. He knows he can, he's already breaking the law as a vigilante. Yeah. He's but, like, but, I'm bending but, the that's, law. but that's why he's doing it because he's he works in the law and the law sucks. True. So he's like, I have to bend the law in order for he it to work a, he or it to speed up faster. He represents an aspect of of the comic universe and Marvel in the Marvel universe that, that represents like you know if what would if a lawyer was a superhero that's yeah. like She Hulk. Yeah, a female lawyer, yeah, superhero. He's the male lawyer of a superhero. Yeah. They don't have a bunch of lawyer superheroes because how how exciting is it? Right. You know what I mean? So these <laughs> characters, as they are, are very exciting and cool. So like Daredevil as himself, he has his own genesis qua and yeah, evolution. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know what? You down with Daredevil? Rock it. Where they? And it's like just because he rocks the Daredevil outfit doesn't mean that you're into Satan. Yeah. You know, I can I, I can see like uh, it's, it's those like, Christians that be a comic guy, Batman. like you know. Bat- Same just, as Batman. Batman. He had those pointy it's, ears. You know, he was, it's, he was, a, it's a symbol nah, of, not, of fear of what he he's feared. But the Daredevil was because it was he was a Daredevil. He was a, like a stunt man. Yeah, that's yeah. and that's the suit. He's fearless. I it's know. in the name. Yeah. He's yeah. a Daredevil. Yeah. You know, that's man what without it is. fear. Yeah, Stanley was like he's gonna be Daredevil. He's the man evil without can, fear. Yeah, the evil Knievel. You know. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what he was. Definitely that. He's like I'd be fearless to be in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, back in the day, Hell's Kitchen was a fucking bad place to live. Well, one of his main. Like villains was what Kingpin, right? Kingpin, like, like boss, like yeah. Neighborhood. Like I remember thinking all the time that it was Kingpin was like in Spider-Man because I remember from the cartoons, 
Um, P the Kingpin played a major role in Peter Parker's life. But you didn't realize but, it was a Marvel I, universe. I didn't real, yeah, I didn't realize that. And then I didn't know that, like, oh, he, you know, mind. it's in the Daredevil. And I was like, oh, the Daredevil's the one that handle it, handles it more and, you know, all that. Mm -hmm. And then um, the Punisher, you know, he'll meet the Dare uh, Kingpin sometimes. He'll meet the Daredevil, so uh, Daredevil sometimes, fight him, team up. Yeah. There's so many crazy ways you can team these guys up. Like, the craziest one I've read in a while was uh, when they teamed up Punisher and Doctor Strange. That was a pretty cool, trippy way. Oh, yeah. Because you had, like, the guy, both of them in the demon world and all yeah. that stuff, and Punisher's just killing them because they're demons, well, whatever. Say, that, that's the but he's like, it. don't fucking bring me back here ever again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Because it's like, he, he, he's he's a human. Yeah. He's just um, really willing to go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he knows how to, like, I can handle myself in any situation. It's, it's like, remember... I'll shoot things. Do you remember the... Um, I forget his name, but the Captain America of, like, the 70s? He was like the Vietnam Captain America, and then he comes back, like he will kill or whatever, but it was because uh, Steve Rogers was frozen. Mm -hmm. So in uh, the Vietnam War, they made a Captain America. I, I don't think his name was Nomad. I'm not, I don't think it was. It was, some, oh, it was something else, but he was like this big blonde dude, and he had the American flag like on his face painted. And when Steve Rogers came back, he was like trying to fucking kill him and everything. Like he was pretty badass. Yeah, I understand. I, well, I forget that, his see, name. That's a, see, that's a, ret that's a retcon story where... It was established clearly uh, everybody's origins and stories before that. Yeah. Somebody came along and created a character and said, well, while y'all weren't looking, we're going to put this character in the Marvel Universe history timeline yeah. and say this happened, but you didn't know. Yeah. You know? And I think his name was... Um, Fuck, I forgot his name. Yeah, he, it's, it's... Yeah, but I know what you're talking about, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, he, he definitely showed up in like Wolverine's comic books, too. I forgot his name, though. Yeah, I remember it was like I think a four four issues or five issue run. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that that much, but um, the the cool thing though is the with Punisher and Daredevil is you know the Daredevil show on Netflix. When that that, that, that show, show right has, there has came, just hey man, dude, dude, dude definitely re Charlie re Cox re is a great Daredevil. That guy is a great uh, Daredevil. The flavors. Um, for the Punisher too. The yeah, dude, oh, the, the Punisher. Dude was dope. Yeah, the dude from Walking Dead. Yeah, like I said, I never, I don't watch that show, yeah. so I don't know. I never seen him before. I yeah, know some yeah. people are like, oh, that's some that's homeboy from the Walking Dead. Like yeah. to me, it's the Punisher. Yeah. So I was just like, well, anything on the anything big like Frank Castle, like Frank John Castle's Bur an attitude. Berthold or something like that. That's Who's that? The Daredevil dude, the, the Punisher guy. Daredevil's Charlie Cox. Okay, he was on Boardwalk Empire, which I love that show. Okay. That show was awesome, dude. When I saw the first season of Daredevil, the freaking what was it the third episode? When he does that hallway fight scene with those Russians oh, that's or whatever, the tone. That's that the was tone. like okay, this Marvel is the greatest. Marvel has that way when they do a TV show, they make me go set the yeah. tone and let a motherfucker know, like you know. I uh, tell everybody, yeah. watch Daredevil the first season. You're not if you don't not interested in the first two episodes, give the third one a try. If you don't like the third one by the end of it, then don't watch it because that's the one that's gonna like make you that's okay. That's that hugger. That that scene is just so real. Where it's just like it looked like all one take. Like and he it looked was one take. He was just tired as hell, man. Like you could just tell, and like it was freaking beautifully it was choreographed. Believable. Yeah. It was believable. It was it was believable. That is, that is the daredevil you read in the comics, and that is the daredevil you loved, and you were like. This is fucking awesome. To most people who didn't know who the Daredevil was, of they were like, okay, this is great. But to people who love the comics, you know, they were like, it's about damn time. Yeah. Like, so I was glad it didn't become a movie. Well, I mean, it did. Ben Affleck. <laughs> Batman. But see, that was but, people with uh, ambitions and, outside of, I don't know, like I so said, they, they, they did the costume. They, they had somebody who was who was trying to get down with it. Like, Ben Affleck was definitely trying to, to rep it. And, you know, it, it was, it but was it, the, just like, it was just like yeah. executives, I like, guess, doing the horror. It just didn't have that end to it, that 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 pop. That's like Electra. It was just like, they're like, we got the license right to do Electra, too. Let's do something with yeah, it. And it, it was, was just it like, was I saw that movie. I was just like, by the commercials, I was just like, this could be interesting. But then you watch it, you're like, this is poop. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is it's this? It's the same thing when you saw like the Halle Berry Catwoman. Oh my god! <laughs> You're like, okay, you I'm know not. That's I'm my, not. Uh, I'm hey, not fuck with you. <laughs> Why does she need a CG? Like when she turns to CG and walks off on the rooftops with her sexy swishing ass, I was like, y'all done jumped a shark. And yeah. I'm like, I, and she should be banned. She should be banned from this shit. She should know. You don't do this shit, yeah. no. And it was just like, yeah, she might be a fan. Yeah. I think she probably was the fan. Like, I want to be Catwoman like Eartha Kitt. Yeah, she's yeah. probably like, I want to pay a homage to Eartha. You, and yeah, do it that, right. that's what it was. It, but what it is is she let, it's she just, let her, she let her manager, uh, probably read it, the script. It was, it was the time where just superhero her, movies were still coming out, and there was still some give, money to be just made. Just give a fuck about so it. It was just like, just get up like she now, goes now, and now it's different because you actually have the people who write the comics. 
who are in the industry handling the movies now. Like you got oh, uh, Jeff Johns but they handling DC they now. Did that but, but that's something in that in the first place. Because I'll tell you this, I, I, I think that's tap, something they, that they couldn't they, they do before. They, had, though. they tapped Jim Lee. Did I want to say I want to, and I remember him drawing a. He met her and talked to her during that time. I remember him because he drew a picture of Holly Berry yeah. as Catwoman, and like uh, I think he went to go meet her or to give her the picture to or whatever. Really? So I, I don't know if they necessarily tapped him for information like, "What do you think, Jim?" Or it was like, "This is what we do." Like concept art or something, maybe something like for the costume or something yeah. or something. Yeah. But they hit him up, and it was just like they don't really. Don't get utilize it. people properly in that era. So now it's a matter of you know these these companies are like you know we need to utilize these people uh, area, you know properly. So like Je- uh, Jeff Jones being like you know being like you know utilized properly about fucking time. Yeah, you know what I mean. The same thing with Marvel, how they have you know they have their guys now finally handling the Marvel movies. Some are good, some are bad. I'm you know people will have their opinions. The same thing with DC, but it's just always seemed that DC has just been a little bit more like whatever. Yeah, but that's the thing with a Marvel TV is like going back to that is the Daredevil season two came out, introduced the Punisher. Yeah. Freaking amazing. The first season was all about um, Kingpin, which uh, what's his name? I think it's Vincent Defono or, or oh, something like actor? that. Yeah, know. that guy. He was a badass he Kingpin. It. He brought it. He brought in that craziness of the Kingpin. And then the second season, you brought in Punisher. Yeah. And it was just like, whoa, like it was freaking amazing now he's getting his own series on netflix as well Ooh, so punisher yeah we're getting a punisher series on Netflix. well if he came in and and and, and a testament to the writers for these tv shows yeah. because they give them dope shit to write i mean to, to say it's because to it's, it's netflix as well so you can go darker oh of course as opposed to like if it was on cbs or some other they would stuff water you know? it down. yeah it, it wouldn't really last that long maybe but it's also sad because these comics when they do do the their runs a daredevil run or a punisher run it doesn't last that long it only goes a couple issues and then that's it. Because, like I said, there's a level of fun to a book that's like, oh, it's necessary for mine. Yeah. If you don't have it, then it's like, it ain't as universal and timeless. Yeah. It's, it's like more in a corner somewhere where you got to go to that. You got to go over there to get that if you're down with that. If you want that, yeah, yeah. it's all over there for you. But if you ain't into that, don't even fuck with it. And so for me, I was like, ah, I know what that is. Yeah. I don't need to fuck with it. That's why I stuck I stuck. It's, with it's just, yeah, even, even if you don't, you just have to, like, respect the fact that they're great fucking characters. Like, oh, of course. Like I said, like some of the icons. greatest writers I love ever, to yeah, see yeah, them like, show up in any book. That, like, yeah. when, when they have the Punisher show up in, like, uh, like Spider-Man. I'm like, yeah. what's going on? When the Punisher shows up in, like, um, I don't know, X-Factor or, yeah. or X-Men or something, I'm like, what's going on? Or, or when he's in space, I'm you're like, like what's, what's up? the fuck? Well, see, when, when, they put the, when, they, when they put the Punisher in space, and then when they put the Punisher as uh, Frank, Frankenstein, yeah. I bought the Frankenstein Punisher books. I like okay. the art. I like the story, yeah, the yeah, concept. Yeah. I was like, and it's like, I know I mentioned earlier about them books not being fun. Yeah. This is their attempt at making this character fun. Yeah. Now, it may alienate some of the true fans of the book yeah who are like I don't want to see my character Captain Frankenstein or be fun like or joking and shit that's not the Dilio that's not the Punisher but for me it's like yeah it reaches out to a person like me I'm cool with it you know yeah it it opens you up maybe to try it out and then you're like alright I tried a couple issues I didn't like it but it's cool I understand what this flavor is I know what's over there on that island I can go visit it or not yeah but I got a question for you I I don't want to like you know abruptly just hurt but but Check it out. All right. <laughs> I want to hit you up and ask you about a character, Namor, the Submariner. Yeah. Um, what's your opinion on him? Talk about him, uh, origins, and plus, I got visual aids right here next to me. I got uh, ooh, I got some trade paperbacks drawn by John Byrne, the visionary. Oh, yeah. Right. So then this this was um, John Byrne's not attempt. But retelling of of of, of, of or, or, or classic Namor, Namor. But it's like he had to up, update Namor for the for the new era, okay. right? So this was like you know late nineties or mid nineties or whatever the fuck when they were yeah. doing like Marvel's doing another push or everything. So they brought Namor back as like you know the captain of the if the king of the sea. Like now nah, he lost all that shit. He uh, went crazy for a while and disappeared. Everybody thought he died. And it was like John Byrne, what the what would you do? And so it was like he was like he he's, he shows up all of a sudden out of nowhere. Yeah. And then it's like he uh, comes across this this boat with a black dude and, and his daughter up on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was her name was uh, was it Caroline? No, his name was his name. The dude's name was Caleb. The Caleb or Jacob? I don't know. It's, it ain't it ain't uh, showing it yet. It's showing it later. But like um, it's like they they help 
Submariner, you know, get his wits about him because they realize, like, yo, that's him. He, he was, he was fucking out of, you know, out of commission. Girl's name is Carrie. Carrie, that's right, Carrie. The dad, I don't know. They don't say it. Right, but it's just like uh, he he's been out of commission. He shows up out of nowhere and he's terrorizing some islanders and whatnot. And so they're like, yo, son, you need to calm down because he sees Carrie and thinks she's a. Uh, some of his long lost past um, wives. He's hallucinating. And yeah. so, the, so the father talks to him because like he's always been a study, uh, a, a, a curiosity of the father. Like, yo, Namor, you saved me one time when I was young and I was always curious and you like, had my eye on you and everything and got into like, you know, the uh, like o- ocean stuff. Yeah, he's sure here. He's on his bike and he's riding it and he rides it off the dock. Yeah. And he goes into the water and he's drowning and then Namor grabs him, picks him up, flies him. Yeah. It's like so he was like you always been interested in 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 the, in the king of the sea, and, and he, he realized remember, he remembers it apparently because he says I didn't expect you to remember any of that. It was almost fifty years ago, right? And Namor does remember. So, and, yeah. so he really like dude realizes that Namor has a blood um, deficiency, right? So this is some new lore yeah, that John Byrne yeah, is writing yeah. up in his story. He's like yeah, the blood deficiency. So he's just like Namor can live underwater for so long and live above the air for so long. Yeah. If he stays indefinitely in either or, he kind of goes kind of crazy. His blood, you know, it's like it just it's, it just doesn't work right yeah. because he's born uh, of, of two races, like the surface world and, and the sea world. So um, he has to get up there and, and and become like you know, like 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 what is he gonna do now? So they're like, yo, son, what you gonna do? And it's like he's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm <laughs> I'm gonna take over the surface world by the only way that they understand how. Yeah. By, by corporations and everything, so yeah. he, he's like, there's so many. Business. He's like, yeah, so he's like, there's so many undersea sunken treasures just sitting down here that I can just grab these treasure chests and shit and use this shit to fund like Oracle Inc., which is a corporation for uh, environmental stuff that he wanted to do. Yeah. So he's like, and so the thing about it I like about it is that you know Submarine is a good guy, but he's actually like a bad guy. You know, he's oh, like, yeah, he's he's definitely the, the bad guy, good guy. He's, he's king of the sea. He's like Magneto. He's like he's a dictator. He's like Doctor Doom. Yeah, he runs shit. They, the kingdom. They have to they have to be that like Iron Fist kind of guy, but they also have the heart. Yeah. But they rarely show it. But they only show it if they feel it's necessary. Kind of. They know the power of showing that shit. Yeah, yeah, because they don't want to seem weak. Because they know if they show it too much, then they're weak. But yeah, if they show it just enough, it it's enough for like nobody to revolt or anything. Right, like, this right. guy's not that much of an ass. You no, know? right, right. But it's like he always came out and always been like, you know, like like fuck surface dwellers. Yeah, you yeah. know, king of the sea. Oh yeah, know? he was always that arrogance. It's always that like, I'm better than you guys. Right, you guys are pieces of shit. Right. So the thing about I love this, I love about this book is that he's still doing his thing. People are like, yo, Namor, what's up? You know, we know yeah. you don't fuck with us, but can you help us? He's just like, all right, I'll fuck with you this time. You know, it's tentative. Yeah. And so the thing is, like, he, he's his mission is to take over the surface world, but through, you know, corporations yeah, and court, shit. Yeah. You know, and it, which is like, he's a bad guy. You know, because his issues is, I'm taking over the world. What are you going to do with it? You know, yeah. you've always been trying to attack the surface, but, this, but everybody tried to, you know, push you back. So another thing I like about this book is that John Byrne is a genius at just weaving a story, subplots and shit like that. Where just like the main villains in this motherfucker is um Desmond and Phoebe Mars. Yeah. They're like, you know, some twins, super rich, have their own company and everything. And they get wind of Namor like back from the day and they're like, yo, what's up with this shit? And what's up with Oracles? They tie it together. What's up with this and that or whatever? So it's like John Byrne's making you feel that like there's there's more going on than just Namor punching a giant or punching something. Yeah. You know, like one of the first things they had to contend with was like um, one of the leftover projects from the company that he acquired yeah. and turned it into Oracle was a, a super tanker. Like a super, like, it, like it's like it's so big, it could take six oil tankers in one load, you know. So Damn. it's super, super huge. And, um, the thing is, they got sabotaged by some eco motherfuckers. And it's like, Desmond and Phoebe Mars are the ones who funded the eco-terrorists to uh, try to fuck with Namor to yeah, get him out. Yeah. So the super tanker explodes, boom, during the launching party. And in the audience is uh, Tony Stark and Sue and Reed Richards yeah. for the Fantastic Four. The, an- the oil tanker explodes out and oil just pills all over the fucking Manhattan so um, they blame him. rivers and shit. So like, you know, everybody, you know, like, um, 
He's supposed to be dead, but he's starting to pop up. And at the party, he just shows up like, fuck it. He takes off his disguise from the party. And he's like, I'm about to fucking like, you know, yeah. you know, help try to see what I can. See what's going on with this, the sabotage shit. With like the oil, um, <laughs> when he goes and touches, you know, goes down to see what's up with the explosion. Yeah. Like I said, he get caught in an explosion and oil spilled out into the bay. And it's like, he was caught in the oil. So Namor's down there breathing in this oil. And he can't breathe through his lungs and shit. Okay. He's, you know, he's a yeah, fish yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it's like Tony and like uh, Sue and Reed are just like, you know, what the fuck we gonna do? So they jump into superhero mode. And they help him. Well, they gotta contain the spill. Yeah. And they gotta fucking help Namor. Yeah. So then it's just like when they're trying to um, help Namor and everything, they're like, what do we do? Tony goes down there and like uses his armor to like, Eco finds him in the sludge, finds him, pulls him out. Reed uh, or Sue takes him back to the Fantastic Four's uh, headquarter while Reed stretches out. Like a, what do you call it? I don't know if it's a buoy or, or whatever the fuck they use when they have oil spills in the, uh, he, he stretched out in a giant circle yeah. to contain all of the oil, yeah, right? Yeah, the oil yeah, spill. Yeah. So they were holding that. So as they, as Sue was trying to fix uh, Namor back up, they got a message uh, from a videotape from the eco-terrorists who were like, yo, we did this shit. And we're trying to show um, how um, big corporations be fucking up shit. Yeah. And in mind, you'd be like, what the fuck? You gonna know, fuck the bay up by uh, you're trying to show a proof of point? Yeah. But her point was like, she wanted to um, spill the oil in the bay. Yeah. But then she's like, at dawn, we're going to release this bomb, which is going to make the oil explode, which will burn up everybody in Manhattan. Damn. Who's been polluting the oceans and everything for, forever like this, and we want to make a stand on this shit, and we're yeah, going to kill yeah. everybody. So we're going to do some big shit like this. So the oil thing was just one thing. It was all funded by the Mars Twins, right? Well, it's so, a pretty big book. It's um, two trade paperback. Yeah, Namor Visionaries on it is with John Byrne. Um, he's the writer, of course. And the artist. Is, and the, the artist. Well, because I know it says other people on here, too. Well, it's like, um, this is when John Byrne was using that Zipatone ink paper, whatever, which has yeah. those, uh, that great tone shadow line. Amazing artwork. He was a beast. His compositions, amazing. Um, like I said, the fact that they took Namor, and the stories aren't necessarily him punching shit. It's him dealing with corporate shit. Him dealing with the past. Yeah, him dealing yeah. with... Um, like I said, there was an outstanding lawsuit against him for all the damages that he did when he was attacking... Um, the, the surface world so now that he's like a right, corporate of dude course, he, he, had, he had to deal with that shit you know what I mean in this book yeah you're right it says right here yeah, written penciled inked and lettered by John Byrne <sighs> colored by is it Glenn's Oliver where is it at right there colored Glynis Oliver Glynis Oliver yeah damn dude John, John Byrne did it all John Byrne's a beast like I said like, See, it, that, that's that like ethic that work ethic that, like, that he had and that a lot of other up, people had up, like you up. know like Jack Kirby did yeah. like you know a lot yeah. of a lot of people were just like you know it's just gotta be consistent gotta do it gotta, gotta do, do it, it. And, you gotta do it and nothing suffered because of it and maybe it, it improved because of the fact that they did everything because they had to make sure it was. this is my it, shit, the, this is perfect, the, this is a stamp of approval. The storytelling, John Byrne, you got it, John right, Byrne, one hundred percent. That they, the level that they accomplished, yeah. was the was the bar. Yeah, and you know what I mean. And it was just like this was super solid and dope. Whether it's your favorite book or not, you, yeah, this is solid shit. Consistently, at a level where they put the shit out every month. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. For more than like four issues, more than six issues. You know what I mean? Because it was oh, just yeah, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. These are pretty I mean? big books. So, like, yeah, these themselves are what? Like, I don't know. It doesn't like say... Trade, they collect, like... Oh, 10, 10 to 18 is the first one, I believe. There or the second is. one. Oh, yeah. The second one. So, the other one is 1 to 9. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it is. 1 to 9. Yeah, it's not... Damn, dude. It's dope. Like I said, and it's like... He, the the, we, the re-weaving telling that he... Would, like, to take the Submariner. Marvel's first mutant, supposedly. You know I call I mean? him the Submariner. The Submariner, but it's, it's like I always, I always had that thing with like the names. Yeah, like Submariner, Submariner, cultural difference. Uh, Thanos, yeah, Thanos, Thanos, and Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, I was like, it's Thanos. Hey, like, it's, it's the Submariner, not the Submariner. It's, For me, I've always wanted to learn how to say them right ever since Mjolnir. <laughs> you know, Thor's, yeah, yeah. Thor's hammer. Yeah, I know so, the, the yeah. damn ha- Millerjern. Uh, I call it Millerjern. Yeah, you saying it all <laughs> wrong, all fucked up. The axe, but- just butchering it. What's the axe? Jab. Uh, the axe is there. I call it Jabnerjorn. I can't. I know the J's are silent. Oh yeah, I haven't really put that in my memory banks too much. Uh, 
fucking ass. I can't remember. Yeah, hey, I don't remember what that is too much. But, right uh, now. but with um, with Namor, it's like yeah, I didn't read the the John Byrne ones or anything. I I was well, mostly like a, acquainted with him. Like I knew about him. I had a couple uh, comics of him, like just laying around when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I was just like, okay, whatever. And then when I started reading more, uh, he was intru- started to introduce more into X Men because I started reading more of the newer X Men. Right. So he was in there a lot. Right. Um, he was in. He's always, the Fantastic Four. He was always in there. You oh, know? he's been known as um, the Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. He's. Yeah. But he's the first mutant, pretty much. Supposedly, he's supposed to be the f- besides uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, besides Apocalypse. He's supposed to be the first recorded no mutant. Uh, you but know. yeah, to, to me, he was always just like the fish dude with the underwear, the same as Aquaman. Well, see, that's the thing I want to talk and, to you about. And, and, and that was like, I wanna, I wanna well, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Is like to me, that's why he wasn't really that appealing. I did like his little shoes that had the wings on them. Well, those are his uh, ankle, his ankle wings, and that shows because of those, those allow him to fly. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Like I yeah. like because I like when they draw it and they like they, they do the flapping of the yeah, wings. I was yeah, like, that's cool. Yeah. But it was I just really didn't like his suit. It was just like his boots, his underwear, and that was it. But I get it at the time how they created it, and that's how they created a lot of the heroes. Now I like like Namor more now looks to like Spock kind of. He always looked like, like Spock, though. Well, he yeah, had a bigger... Yeah, like, yeah, Jack Kirby the, the Vulcan him, thing. He but, had a but, square head. But now more than ever, like, I just see, like, Nimoy. <laughs> like, they, they just draw like, Nimoy. But it's cool because it's, like... What it is, makes sense. Yeah. And then, like, the cool thing is they have, like, the suit. Like, Namor looks badass when he's wearing, like, those like, the suit awesome... with the wings and everything? Like, the awesome suit. Like, when he's wearing, like, just the whole black suit. Like body suit, yeah. Yeah, that whole black bodysuit. That yeah, was badass. Black. That does like, look he, Yeah, and then, like I said, he always has that arrogance, like, oh, fuck you guys, I'm better Cockiness. than all of you. Like, and that's hell. and that's awesome. Yeah. But the thing is, like, when you just, like, look at him first glance, or you, the history of Namor well, and this and that, dude. you're just like, yeah, you're just that guy. But you, you have, it's the same with almost with any character. Yeah. You're like, you got to read into it to, like, know to, more to, of their to history to figure what they are. Yeah. So I did. I, um, well, it was mostly with, um, like I said, John Hick- Jonathan Hickman mm-hmm. when he did the Avengers and the new Avengers run, the okay. new Avengers with the Illuminati. Yeah. Um, Namor was a part of the Illuminati. Yes. And this is what opened up like my passion i guess for both namor and black panther okay. was the way that these characters have been established already but yep. the way that um jonathan hickman wrote them and it's I, whole... I i feel this is the thing is i haven't really read a lot of black panther or namor but mm. i feel the way that hickman wrote them was capturing the essence of who they are yeah of who they always were who yeah. they were meant to be and yeah. that and it's they're both kings. They interact with each other as kings. Yeah. You know, they think about their kingdoms first, their people, and then their actions and this and that. And they're right. like, all right, right, I don't want to go to war, man, because I know I'll kill you. But if I have to, I have to. And then, you know, they talk about it. If they can handle it, they do. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it opened up a way of like, wow, Namor's a fucking badass. Namor's and then I was a, like, T'Challa, Black Panther was like, I was like, damn, dude. Both of them are just like, it's, this, it's, this, it's the same with... um daredevil and punisher yeah they're those like characters that are kind of like the b guys who are just thrown back there because right. not a lot of people are going to pick up namor and read it right so it's also like namor could also be the thing where like the series like they make them but they don't last that long you right. know and, well you know i will say like this. you have to include them in groups and the do. defenders and the you invaders do. when they put him in the um, avengers uh, avengers was, everything was, you gotta include him like, all that it was like damn okay that's dope uh Submariner, very worthy of, of the title of an Avenger. Dope, right? Well, the, the fact that he's in the Illuminati, which is the smartest of the smart, the best of the best, nope. that says a lot about Namor's character. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it you're does. you're in the same place with Reed Richards, with T'Challa, with um, freaking Professor Xavier, King Tony of the Stark, King of the fucking um, Magic, King of fucking freaking Africa, Black Bolt. King of, you know, the, the humans, humans like you're oh, you're in top tier. Yeah, you're the cream of the crop. So the fact that you're the B character, but you're considered at that top level, says something about that because, character. Because in the Marvel it says universe, something about who, how they created right, him. In the Marvel universe, you have your chair. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. You sit in your chair and play your part. Now, whether your books are selling or not, that's some other shit. Yeah. But like, you can't take away Namor's character. He yeah. was firmly established by by Jack and uh, Stan. Yeah. So because it is what it is, it's like. Okay, he plays that part. Whether you know how to weave a story to utilize that piece properly yeah. is on you as the creator. So, like I said, John Byrne coming in and rewriting, not rewriting, but just like taking it's his version. I don't think, he, his version I don't think of Namor story. had his own solo title probably not before this. He would unless it was oh, like yeah, tales, yeah, yeah. unless it was tales of mystery or yeah. or tales of astonishment or something like that. Some Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four. Like he showed but, up in the Fantastic yeah. Four issues as a villain, but he never had his own shit. And I think until John Byrne and them. Um, Marvel allowed him to do it. Now, now then, he now he has his own stuff though as well. Well, there's, well, there's, well. Some, there's some stuff. No, no, no. Well, well, well. See the thing about this when they did his uh, solo series by John Byrne. Yeah, it was just like 
John Byrne ran it for a long, like like with eighteen, and I want to say maybe another there's trade, a, yeah, there, I'm, another, I'm another trade like a of, more, of, huh? of this, and yeah. it was just like, then Jay Lee picks it up, yeah. And if I, if you're not familiar with Jay Lee, Jay Lee is an amazing artist whose style changed over the years. But when he when he first came into the industry, he his first book I ever saw him on was um, Namor, yeah. Right after um, John Byrne was leaving, and his style was so different yeah. it was so scratchy and, and artsy and like you know paint flicks and splatters and shit and all wispy and he drew everybody with it was all dark and he had like you know crazy anatomy like yeah. muscle it was way the fuck more moody it was way the fuck different like way opposite yeah Namor goes through like different physical phases where he's like the skinny guy with some muscles yeah, and then he's just a yeah, big muscle guy and then he goes back yeah and then like he goes Jay back Lee to like the skinny in, guy see Jay Lee came in and drew him all like with lots of hair and all yeah. buff and big like that and that was just his art style yeah. and he fit, morphed the character to fit his art style which happens on a book if, if the book is selling and people are picking it up and let it run because yeah. Jay Lee on that book got the continued to allow the book to sell you know because yeah, when yeah, John yeah. Byrne did his thing on it was like yo Namor didn't have a book before this yeah. he was always the villain in Fantastic Four so him having his own book and like I said him being a villain but not being marketed as the villain like I said he, I'm reading the book and he's just like yo I want to take over the surface world but through uh, corporations yeah. I'm like I'm going to take over the corporate world. And you know, he's always about taking over the surface it's, world. It's a, it's a smarter way than what Aquaman does. Aquaman just gets all his army from, yeah, from the freaking gi- giant sea snails and just tries and to shit, take over the You know, take a whale with legs. And not be like, not to say that Namor doesn't Namor do that does as it well. Too. But Namor, Namor, Namor too. was like, all right, I'm just going to do Namor's, this shit corporate but see, style. See, Namor's just like a motherfucker to roll up on land with a giant whale dude, uh, a whale beast, and take your bitch. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, Reed, I won't sue. I'm taking your bitch. And I got the army to take it. He's like, he's like, I'm rolling on your set, son. What's up? He's my he, gangster. He's a king. But it's like his it's attitude. Both that, of them that, are kings. That's why. But Aquaman's like, um, you know, the surface world needs to, to learn, uh, you know, to respect us, or this can't be, this can't be ignored. Namor is going on the surface world like I'm, I'm swooping your bitch. Give her up. You know what I mean? I it's think, like, I think it's, it's the motivation it's maybe, is different. Maybe it's because more like um, still don't. They, they depict Aquaman as more of a god. And Namor Aquaman is a mutant. Is, yeah, yeah. So, so the mutants, you know, they have... It's it's different than what you're a god. So if you're a god, you're like, all right, whatever. These people, I need to show them how to be better. Namor is a mutant. like, fuck you. You rejected me. I'm rejecting all of you. Right. I can take care of all of you guys. I'll, you know, I'll be fucking rule with an iron fist. And that's, see, that, that, that's the thing with Namor. Do, is, like, they, don't, they don't rule with an iron fist, No, yes, though. yes, he doesn't. But it is, but, both but, of them are... But he decides... Have, the people have reasons to reject them. Yeah. Which kicks them out the kingdom. So Namor has lost his kingdom, and Aquaman has lost his kingdom before. But then his people learn that which they need the, them, and they come back. That's when they open their heart, and when they show that little bit of heart, and then it kind of... Like, with Namor, like how you're saying is, you know, he opens his heart up a little, but not too much. Because then it'll seem as he's weak. Well, see, the thing about Namor opening his heart too much is, like... What he opens his heart for. See, yeah, one of the yeah. one of the things that uh, John Byrne uh, thinks that he makes sure to establish the name more of the book. Yeah, it was name the daughter. More, name, and the, yeah, well, like like the daughter and the father. Seeing the daughter and the father. Yeah, and he was like, "Yo, the daughter was up with her," but she was like, "Nah, you have a history of your all your females end yeah, up dead, yeah, yeah. and girlfriends really end up dead. So I ain't fucking <laughs> with you, you know." So she's like, "I ain't getting caught up with you," and that's one thing. Yeah. That's why he fucks with um, Phoebe Mars, who's uh like the his rival in the corporate industry, but he don't know it yet. So, okay. so, so Desmond and Phoebe are running a scheme to get Namor enthralled into into her, so she can like you know manipulate him, yeah. and they can get an upper hand on the business too. All right. So it's all this corporate shit going on, and so Namor's weakness is that he loves the bitches. <laughs> He's always loved bitches. Like yeah, I said, he, yeah, he got known for coming up on dry land to get the right? pimp in the suit's panties. Yeah. So it's just like, in the book, he's like, I'm trying to go for the, the, the sister woman in the beginning. She's like, nah, I ain't fucking with you. He's like, all right, then I ain't done. I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. Yeah. And then it's just like, I'm gonna fuck with uh, uh, Phoebe Mars. And it's like, she running a scheme like, well, I was supposed to manipulate you, but the bitch falling in love. Yeah, right. And so she's like, I can't function properly. Falling in love with because that I'm, I'm, You know what I mean? It's this submariner. This submariner penis yeah. is like, you know, what the dealio. <laughs> and so it's just like, you have that going on in here. And it's like, there's, it's like you can fuck with her. Yeah. You can fuck with Namor. But it's not like Namor's committed to any of them because he's still dating them. He's just like, yeah, that's my bitch right now. Yeah. Don't fuck with my. Don't fuck with anything well, cause, of cause mine. He's, he's a king. That's how they are. You don't know? fuck with anything that's mine. And right yeah, now right. I'm into her. So you fuck with her, I'm gonna <laughs> fuck with you. I'm gonna kill you. You know, you know what I mean? I don't want you. You know better. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? So yeah, it's like, yeah. so you got you got subplots of that shit going on in this story, 
Like one of the characters called the Griffin, who was a, a villain back in the day of like some dude who was like he had a, a lion's mane hair. Yeah. Had a lot. Had, a, had a, his face was white. He had like you know uh, big wings on his back. Um, a Griffin, pretty. He, he was kind of like a Griffin yeah, dude. He can fly yeah. and he had a lion's face kind of. Yeah. You ain't seen that character in a while, and then it's like when John Byrne brings him back for the Namor series, yeah. he brings him back where he's mutated, and it's just like the motherfucker is like he has a, a tail that's like a. A spike tail. He's like uh, more beast-like. His face is more huge, like, yeah, like, like real... snake-like skin. Kind well, of. like yeah, his skin is like very, uh, very, very, scaly. very, very scaly. His face is like a, a more beast, you know, than before. Because yeah. before it's got a humanoid. Um, he's become more of an animal than anything before. And so somebody sent the Griffin to go fuck with um, Namor yeah. to, to draw him out. And you find out in the book that it was Desmond and, and Phoebe Mars. So then later on in the series, the Griffin comes back. And he's mutated even further, and he's more of a, uh, a lion. You know what I mean? Like he's he's more beast now than ever. Oh, uh, he turned yeah. Turned you know what I mean? Because yeah. he was on a, on a progressive slope into mutating or degrading into more of an more animal. More Griffin right there. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is like, I like this because uh, there's character development in this story. When John Burns on a book, there's character development. Yeah. There's, there's a consistency. There's something going on that you can be like subplot. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. yo, well, you know, will, it, will this reason... Uh, uh, come to light later on. He doesn't give me payoff. Yeah, and he does. You know, what I mean, like oh, I can fuck with it and shit. Like in this story, in this particular part of the story, I'm showing you, the Griffin comes back, and Namor is riding because when they when the Griffin showed up in the beginning of the uh, the, the 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 story, uh, he couldn't the fly. Series, Namor could fly, but Namor was no, trying to adopt. Yeah, the Griffin, the Griffin can fly. Oh yeah, but Namor at this point in the story can't fly. Oh, so that's why he grabs on him. That's why he's grabbing yeah, her. Because yeah. the Griffin came and was trying to... He lost to, uh, his wings. Well, yeah. He needs yeah, a red Yeah, yeah. The, the, his wings <laughs> get, he lost his wings in this series from a, from a, a, a venture earlier. Yeah. You know, they got they get, uh, dissolved off from from being like um, soaking some muck or whatever. Yeah. Some toxins. It was crazy. So like, How long does this run, though? Like, Well, like I said, it was... it was Because um, right here, yeah, it's up to like 18. 18. Uh, let's say there's two trades. I want to say there's... There should be at least three, three trades. Three more. Yeah, like, like three trades all in all. So oh, it's okay. going to be like yeah, three trades, and then. Um, so then after him, is that like they stopped doing Namor? Like what? Like in the nineties, maybe. Yeah. Like two like thousands. Yeah. He was like I said. Then he, I, I know. he got off of it because like yeah. when he was like to finish up his run, John did uh, three trades worth, and he had uh, like like Iron Fist show up. Misty Knight, you yeah. know what I mean? Back when nobody was fucking with those characters for a while, he brought them back. And John yeah, Byrne yeah. had a way of drawing, drawing shit in a way it was like, it seemed like that's the Marvel Universe. That's 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 now. That's relevant. Yeah. So it's like, um, when he brought Misty Knight back, she originally had an afro. He brought her back with like a, a high top fade with a step on it. Yeah. It was dope. <laughs> she had a box. That shit was dope. You know what I mean? Like, like very fashion savvy. Very aware of, of, of characters. Remodeling them. You know, that's like bringing um, Kazar from the Savage Land. Yeah. He brought that motherfucker back. But it's like... Um, oh, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, him in a saber tooth. Yeah. Sabu. But it's like, and he got him in a polo and some white slacks. Right. You know what I mean? But it's like, because it's like, he's the corporate dude too. You know, he, he just lives in the Savage Land. But, it uh, but, it, but, but he comes from like, um, some, he comes from money. Does he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, Kazar. I just remember... Was he in a... He's in X-Men a lot, right? Yeah, because they go to the Savage Land. Yeah. And he's in the Savage Land. That's where he lives. But I can show you some... I can show you some books with that. You know? That's, yeah. But yeah, like I said, he brings back... Um, all these yeah, it's, it's, it's great art, man. Like, it's... Great it's, art. It's great story. John Gray. Great, great storytelling. You know, great art. Like I said. And yeah, like, the coloring, by, everything. By, like I said, by the mind. Just who to gets do the all that. Yeah, one guy, letter, yeah. He got still... And, and did it monthly. Yeah. All that shit monthly. Like, you know, them checks was fat. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, man. Like, he... The shit he did, like, he deserves that money. <laughs> yeah, it is. But let me ask you, I want to ask you, show you this, then ask you to see, to test the temperament. So, showing you this, start explaining it to you, is this the type of book that you would be checking, that I'd probably be like, yo, check for this trade. Would you check for it? Would you Would you look at it and be like, you know, what's up with Namor? I it depends because, like, the art is very, like, it's old school and mm. it's John Byrne. Like, mm -hmm. you know, even if you don't know who John Byrne is and you just, like, pick it up for the first time. But, like, okay, like, yeah, right there I see the, Punisher, the Punisher on it. Yeah, okay, see? so, yeah, that might make me want to read it more see, now. like, what's up? Because, you know? yeah, I was like, all yeah. right, how does the Punisher the get involved with Namor now? Yeah, yeah, see? So, see? um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's more of, like, with me and, like, older characters... 
like right now I'm starting to get into reading older material mm -hmm. because I'm usually like just That's read right. the newer just, material just not like for that X-Men yeah, uh, like, like Claremont just getting on X-Men era yeah like just you know the I've read some Claremont before but I like I said dude when I was a kid like I just I didn't really understand comics like how they are right now. Like right. I understand them now. Right. So now rereading them and stuff, I'm like, all right, I get it. I get how you read them, and I, it, it looks better. Right, right. And you I understand, understand it now. Yeah. yeah. So now it's like, all right, these are just awesome stories. They're just made great. I mean, just to have them monthly is like, wow. Yep. At the price you had them, I look at them. Oh, I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Forty cents on the east side of a bitch. Yeah. Like, what? I wish I had that fucking prices. Right. It's just like, but yeah, like, but but that's the thing. Is like, it um. I would like I would check it out because I want to know more about Namor. Mm -hmm. But I the thing is like I want to check out those Namor stories where I know he's just gonna be like a savage, like a badass. Oh, well, like, yeah. like, that's the one well, well, like, because that's the Namor that I just got used right, to. The right, same thing with T'Challa. Right, like right. I want to read those stories. You where only, he's, only only where we should only read the cream of the crop. Yeah. Don't waste your time on the dumb shit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So like for me, suggesting if I ever suggest some shit to read. Know that it's. I've been reading this shit. For oh a no, while. yeah, I and know. this is the like, yeah. like from premiere name. If you like, well, I want to read some name more shit. Yeah, yeah. Definitive, premiere right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it was just like because after he gets off. I don't want to say Jay Lee gets on, does his run on it and everything. And it's like that's that's when Namor. I mean, gets really, it gets dark, savage, it gets crazy. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's probably like more of like I'm looking for that savage Namor looking shit. Yeah. And it's like yeah, it's yeah. that. Um, but this, oh my God, it just, it develops the character in a way. It sets him up perfectly, sets well, you up into a world. And then it, like, it's, it's, it's the way Claremont, uh, I mean, uh, John Byrne, like, how he does his stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. It's it's just, he knows how to do it. He's worked with the best. I mean, you pick up stuff when you work with everybody, you know? Oh, like, dude, I, I'm sure. All around solid. Yeah. Big Daddy and, in comics. And it's, you know, you become, that's how he is, John Byrne. He's that name because he was able to do all that great. And it's like, you know, he even has the Super Scroll in there. Like, there's just so many characters that he just introduced in there that was just amazing. No, like, now now looking yeah. at this, yeah, I will. Like, I would definitely love check to, like, it. check for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, if I'm just, like, going into the comic Ooh, shop and looking at this, then, yeah, probably not. But the fact that I know who John Byrne is, I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm going to check for yeah, this yeah. shit. Yeah, just know, just but, know yeah. Just know that it's, it's like, so if, like, if John Byrne did it, know that there's a, there's a level of quality that comes with it. Oh, yeah. That just like that, that's the thing with the names is like you got to know that there's when you shop created, when, who, who, when you shop, shop for like for? who created it you, yeah. you're gonna know what to expect like Mark Millar or Brian Michael Bendis is that a Gucci or a food me yeah you, you know, know like you're you're gonna buy it for that if you're gonna be spending the amount of whatever you're spending for comics you're gonna try to get the cream of the crop you should. you're not gonna spend your money on bullshit right or whatever you know because that's like a waste of money and that's fucked up because I know back in the days it was like that when the people were um buying image comics they were like I want to get some image comics or, or they're yeah, worth money yeah. and I'm like dude you're speculating you're like get the cream of the crop because like if you knew what the companies were doing they're trying to put out the best they can yeah. but the best they can at certain levels ain't good enough like the storytelling wasn't that good yeah. but the art was like amazing the coloring was like next up the quality was up there but it's just like can they tell a solid story and make it be like yo you flipping it they weren't ready it wasn't about that it was about yeah. the visuals more than the writing and then it, then it changed and flipped where it became more about the writing than the art and now it's at a, a love where like you know we need art and story. Yeah, it's well, the, dumb, the 50, yeah, 50. you're supposed to have both. You, yeah. you should have had both. And then they realize too that you know coloring plays an important Big role. Part. Yeah, so Big they're like part. you know that's why. It, at the same time, you have those names, like those big color, those colorists who are, you know, the big names. Mm -hmm. Before, I don't think you probably would, right? Like you were like, you would check for your colorist, but at the same time, you're like, you're not buying something based on the colors. No, like if no, FCO yeah. Plaskinas is doing a coloring for a book, I'm not just going to buy it because he's coloring for it. No, you know, no, I'm going to no, check no, the yeah. rest of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that like, I know these, these people's names it's like I'm sure they're like that's fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that we know these people's names. Like, all right, yeah. this guy, he's a great colorist. Fucking big respect to him because yeah, Linus Oliver on, on yeah. Namor. He, he like said, dope. Like I said, I, I, I love the colors. I'm a colorist at heart who learned to draw shit to color. Yeah, you know what I mean yeah. to get better at coloring stuff. So then I get in the book and I'm like, yo, I see this dude's uh, color schemes. He knows to balance his warms and his cools and his like, you know. Um, how to keep things consistent throughout yeah. the story, um, but to guide your eye through, colors are important. They're, they're more than just color and tree leaves green and, and, and bark brown. Oh yeah, you know you got to know what color. Like you know you're gonna I'm gonna use this red and it's gonna play out throughout the story until the end where I'm gonna do everything, drop everything in cool so the red just bleeds out. Yeah, and, you know it just pops or whatever. It just colors are very important. You get some people who just bleach everything out in white or know how to highlight stuff with subtle colors. Do a rim light, bounce yeah. light. 
reflective light, like all these terms, man. <laughs> like is the art behind it, like like right now, like so many different people doing it. Yeah. Um, and like one of the people who pops into mind that I love the most is like uh, Laura Martin. Like I said, what lump while swarm alumni. She just knows her shit. Yeah. She just kills it every time. I, lo- I love you, mama. You don't. <laughs> you know? Well, um, so I'm pretty sure what you're going to pick, but I was going to say if you have um, a suggestion of a comic somebody should read. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I could say Namor. I should say Namor because I'm just keeping it in existence. I'm yeah. going to say Namor. Fuck it. Read uh, Namor. Uh, uh, Visionaries. Visionary. Well, like Namor Visionaries by uh, John Byrne. And it's like, it's, it's a visionary series yeah. uh, that Marvel was putting out by certain creatives. Okay. So John Byrne has done so much stuff over over time yeah. with Marvel that they put out John Byrne's Visionaries He's Fantastic visionary. Four. Yeah. They put out John Byrne's uh, Visionaries Namor. They put out John Byrne's, you know, Visionaries, um, what else? Uh, what else? Captain America, I think. They put out, they put out a bunch of different Most stuff. That, oh, Incredible Hulk. Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So John Byrne's touched so much stuff that they're like, you know, we need to reprint those yeah yeah and we'll title people those need to read these, yeah, people gotta so get like I said him doing the, like the a, a, a solid run on Namor it was like yeah let's put out these uh, trades of uh, visionaries um, John Byrne visionaries yeah. you know and whew, love it um, I don't know if they printed the third collection or the third edition yet of his of the, to cap off yeah. the final run um, I know I have the singles in my long boxes yeah. I'm about to pull them out because I'm, I'm, I'm jonesing for some, some Namor right he's going to read them um, out yeah yeah but it's just like Namor uh, Visionaries by John Byrne issues one volume one volume two amazing do yourself a service get up on it yeah. y'all dude it's it's beautiful it's John Byrne man his art is just beautiful you know the do yourself a favor check it everything, out everything man everything who you who you trying to rep with? My pick is, uh, I talked to you about this a little bit, was, uh, it's called Trees. Oh, yeah. From Image Comics. Yeah. So, Warren Ellis, he's the writer. He crazy. And uh, Jason it. Howard is the artist. And uh, it's a crazy little story about just, they're aliens, but they're trees. So, mm. they plant themselves all over the world, and they're just trees that are just in the middle of cities. They're just in the most inconvenient of places. But they're aliens. And these trees are like freaking bigger than any building you can imagine mm. and um they don't do anything and apparently they've been there for like 10 years in the story and every so often they like sneeze and it's like green like acid that just comes out of the trees and it kills anybody who's in that area so it's mm. like it lands in the middle of new york right so it sneezes it kills pretty much everybody there and it burns down the buildings next to it mm. But the cool thing is that the Warren Ellis does this like around the world kind of thing. So you don't really get the America side of it. Mm. You get what's happening around the world. So like the third world countries and all that stuff. So it shows you like Brazil, which is pretty cool. It shows you a lot of like um, part of Asia. It shows you a lot of like the Netherlands and stuff mm. like that. So it's like what it's affecting in the other parts it's of the world. Worldwide. So it, it's kind of slow in the fact where like it, it leads up to tell you what it's supposed to, like what the trees are doing and all that. Build it up. Because um, most of it is character development <coughs> and that's understandable. You know, it's love that's it. what you want. You yeah, want your characters it. to develop and all that. Love it. And he, he's just uh, great at building the suspense. Like Warren Ellis is a great writer. He can do that. And then Jason Howard, his uh, art is just, it's great. I love it. It's uh, I think the colors is phonographics. If I'm mm, saying it yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, those guys are great. So uh, check it out, guys. Trees. You'll love it. Check out uh, Namor again with John Byrne. You guys love it. So this has been I Am Comics Podcast, episode 14. Um, you guys can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You guys can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music. I am Josh Casper, and this is... The Bizarre Mumble Jumbo, J.J. Kirby, saying peace out to everybody. The Mexican ghost with the most. And uh, <laughs> you know how we do what we do. La boo. La boo. I'm going to go eat me a burrito. There it is. I want one too. Holla at your peoples. All right, guys. Read on.